Human design is a part science, part spiritual system that tells you who you came here to be. You have your own blueprint, your own way of becoming successful, your own way your dreams are going to come true, the way you'll experience the most joy and fulfillment. The instruction manual for how to move through the world is custom to you. When you act according to that manual, when you act as the real you, everything in life comes to you with more ease and less resistance. We all know we're different, yet we're still acting like there's one way to do life. Let's talk about it. To find out your design and the designs of the people in your life, you can visit myhumandesign.com or download the My Human Design app in the App Store and on Google Play. Okay, so do you want to hear something really crazy? Of course I do. (laughs) So... Every single wisdom teaching, no matter where you look, has been saying that we're entering into a new era um, around now, right? Whether you call it the age of Aquarius, whether you call it the new paradigm, according to human design, um, you know, everybody has been saying that things are going to be changing a lot. Now, five years ago, I recorded a video called New Paradigm um, that is on our website that goes into exactly what would be changing and how we navigate through it. And we've since recorded a couple of other videos expanding on this new paradigm of basically how to prepare for the shifts that are going to happen in the world. Now, I remember in that video saying that the gaps between time, space, and motion are going to shorten, meaning that there would be less um, space in between, for example, um, a thought and it becoming real or an action and having the results from the action, right? Or time shortening. And you know, it's so funny because when I was saying that, and I know it to be true on a on a metaphysical level, and you know the concepts, but you have no idea how they're going to iterate, okay? But here's what's so crazy about how literal they've become. So this time last year, it was recorded that the earth took less than 24 hours to spin on its own axis. Okay, so normally it takes the earth 24 hours to go around in one little circle. Okay, and it took less than 24 hours for the first time ever. Okay, so time is not only figuratively speeding up, it's actually also literally Literally. speeding up. And then this week was the first time that scientists have gathered evidence that the pull of gravity is lessening. So when we talk about like, and when I spoke about in that video was like, life is literally matter is becoming less real. Matter is becoming less important, less dense, less heavy. Yes, because what gives matter its weight is the pull of gravity on it. Okay. So when we talk about the mind becoming so much more powerful than physicality and about physicality, not having that much of a sway on us, like that is actually not just like in a woo woo cutesy way happening. Like it's actually happening. (laughs) I have my nose on my microphone because my brain is spinning in multiple directions. So it just makes me think like, okay, well, this is just the beginning, right? But imagine where else this can go when when we say these things, we actually mean them in a physical way. Like the, the matter around us is literally shifting so that for the people who maybe aren't necessarily um, embracing these concepts from the from the spiritual place or people who aren't doing this kind of work on their own consciousness, like the world is not going to leave them behind because the physical measurable world is also going to catch up to kind of prompt them 
to take the consciousness side more seriously almost, you know, and to take the importance of the mind more seriously because life is going to change. Like the cogs of the wheel of life is going to change to actually elevate the mind as being a more powerful thing, whether you believed in it or not before there was evidence for it. Like it's going to be, it's going to be real. It's going to be measurable. So in the, as lay terms as you possibly can, like, what does that mean in our everyday lives? That matter is not as heavy or that time is fast. Like, can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah. So, um, the matter being less heavy is almost like, you know, we walk around in this, this simulation, this movie, um, this stage that has been set for us by life as a place to, you know, remember that we are the light and to start acting like the light and to start sharing our gifts and also experience joy and delight in all these things. What has kind of, um, prevented our spirits from soaring is really, you know, what not they call science, but scientism, which is this kind of almost dogmatic belief that only what you can measure is real. And almost that there has to be this homogenization in science that you are not allowed to question things, right? You are only allowed to believe in what has already been proved. So we have been living, believing that physical matter is so much more big than us, so much more important than us, you know? So for example, like, oh my God, could I really manifest that big house? Like thinking as if the house has more power over us when really the house is a a reflection of our inner consciousness, right? So when we say matters, when we're realizing that matter isn't so heavy, doesn't have such so much of a hold over us, so much of a diktat over us, that's the literal version of that is that it's literally becoming less heavy, right? And, um, you know, from the universe's perspective, it takes just as much energy for the universe to manifest a coin on the street as it does that big house. So it's you thinking, it's us believing and collectively agreeing that the house is so impossible for us to, to get that is perpetuating the quote unquote reality in this world that a house like that is hard to get. Right. So that's the, that's the matter becoming less heavy thing is like, okay, sure. I'm sure we'll be able to like lift things more easily or whatever, but more importantly, it's more like the power of your mind to not think that physical things are so set in stone or have so much power over us or that we're limited by how we move through physical space. We're going to be less limited by how we move through physical space. Right. So, um, you know, the obvious ones are things like traveling more quickly and all that sort of thing. But also just like when you're talking about like the granular stuff, like, okay, well, it's just a table. Like I could get my dream table tomorrow. Like it's just a table. Like it's a, it's not even real. It's mostly empty in terms of matter. It's not so fixed. It's, it's mostly empty space, right? When you think about, um, you know, anything that you can touch and see and feel and hold, it's, it's actually just mostly empty with a bit of energy that it's kind of emitting mostly through light and photons, right? Um, that are showing us that something is, is tangible. And it's only happening like that because we are, inve- we are co-investing in that as being how life works, right? So that's number one. And then the time speeding up thing is the important one because <clears throat> this is where the power of the mind really comes into play. And this is also where consciousness is going to become so much more important because right now, if you think of something and it takes you two months for it to, I guess, for the karma of it to come back to you, if you do an action and the karma is kind of slowed, there's a couple of things that happen. Number one, it's not always as easy to connect the dots of why things are happening to you. And you buy into this randomness of the universe and you don't really see that, oh, this is happening because of this thing two months ago, right? Like there's, we're always inputting and outputting anyway. So it's like really hard to connect the dots. But imagine if the gaps between cause and effect shorten, 
right? That's what in that video, and you can check out that video for much more kind of in-depth stuff. But if the gaps between time, space and motion are shortening and you are able to see more quickly and more directly the effects of your causes, it's a good thing and a bad thing because A, it means that if your consciousness is correct, you're able to rise so much quicker, but it also means that if your consciousness, if you don't come correct, you will be able to... um, be faced with more um, obvious and direct consequences of your actions, right? So ultimately, that's also a good thing, right? Because people will be able to measure and and see the reflection of their um, are not so good choices more easily, right? But it's also much more it's less forgiving. You know, the universe will be less forgiving. It will be more clear to see. And the clarity is, is sometimes hard for us to, to face, right? So that's the thing about time shortening is like the distance between the cause and effect. Now, that doesn't mean that we're going to be living on super speed. That's a choice that we opt into depending on where our brain waves are at, right? If we're in constant numbing, distraction, going from one thing to the next, fight or flight, that's when time seems to speed up in terms of we don't really get to savor the moment and extract the juice out of it. But our perception of living and feeling alive can slow down even if the causes and effects are happening differently. Does that make sense? Totally. It's not like, I don't want it to feel like it's a punishment because it's never a punishment. It's just like, oh, if you pivot fast, then you can just go straight back into, you know, your kind of lane. But right now, you know, we don't know, for example, why something we did 10 years ago is now showing itself now because we don't always see our patterns and things, right? So how freeing to not feel like we're constantly living in chaos. Like it's going to be clearer and more direct and more, um, you know, straight talking, let's say the universe is going to be more straight talking. We talk about this all the time. I mean, I feel like there's a daily story between you, me and Jane on our team. There's a daily story of someone who's realized something about their persona, right? They're who they thought they had to be or told themselves they were. And every time you, you know, slough a bit, a little bit of that off, it's so immediate these days. It really is. And it's not because we are, we're genuinely not you know, these elevated beings at all, we are just flexing the tools like we are working them silly because we because we want to see how good it can get. And honestly, it just comes back to strategy and authority. Like that's all we do, guys, like genuinely. And it's just like, wait, how can it be that simple? And wait, I don't know about the eight rules of this. And I don't know about the, you know, the secrets of the da 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 da. And like, we just don't. We just, it's like a gentle honesty with ourselves every single day of like, do I want to do this? Am I getting a positive response to this? Could I like myself if I didn't have to do this? Why do I feel like I have to? What is my, you know, ego stand to gain out of thinking I should be this way? Or do I like myself more or feel like I belong? Or whose approval am I needing by thinking I have to do this? Like, it's those questions that are freeing us so what's cool about time and you know space I don't know how you how to say it properly but those gaps shortening and you're saying that even if somebody isn't necessarily you know conscious of these kind of concepts it's almost going to be blaringly obvious in their face like Mm -hmm. it really it to me that reaffirms it's like this whole idea that being a spiritual person is what's going to make everything perfect in your life. It's like, no, this is just how life works. Mm -hmm. This is how the cogs move. This is how you progress through life and make things happen. It's just, it's just the mechanics of life. Yeah. And that's, and that's really where I'm so passionate about talking about spirituality in a grounded way, because 
you know, and this is why I don't know if you've, you know, some of you have noticed, and I have talked about this before, but I try not to use those same kind of, you know, stock phrases or those woo-woo words, because I do think that spirituality is science at the core and science is spirituality at the core. It's the same thing. It's just a different way of explaining it. And so, you know, um, at the end of the day, if you are, if you, from a heart-based place, know these spiritual concepts to be true and you've resonated with them already, you're just early to the party of what's already, what's going to happen in terms of the changes in the world. And those will get proved to us. And so the only difference is that now you're kind of feeling it, tapping into it, believing it, um, connecting to it in some way where you're able to know in yourselves that it's the truth of where we're going before the science has, has caught up with it. I think that's just how we work in general. Like we can sense how the world works without being able to put, you know, words or back it up with facts. You you can just feel things. Mm -hmm. And then we as humans are able to sort of start to measure those things and figure them out in, you know, matter and reality. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, like you can't formulate a scientific theory to prove unless you have a concept of something unless you have a sense towards something right otherwise what are you looking to test without a theory you know you have to formulate the theory before it gets proven to be true or not so it it really does start in the mind um and you know there is a there is an individual imagination that we all have but there's also so much of our collective imagination that is tapped into just again from a mathematical place if x happened and then now we're in y then z just naturally follows like it's not it doesn't it's not like a genius thing to say like and i i really wish that all of us would kind of almost take less credit and act like it's just the norm like of course we all know what's happening do you know what i mean you don't have to be part of some special club to know like okay one day it's just a matter of when we're going to be flying you know in little pods and there will be a day when you know we all kind of know how the story unfolds and every movie we've ever seen is just a microcosm of a part of the human evolutionary story you know um and so that's where I really just am also so passionate about it's not this like special thing that you need to be a you know a member of the club it's not something that you have to be so intelligent to know it's something that you have to just um you know take advantage of, like embrace it, like learn to make magic. We all make making magic anyway, right? Airplanes are magic, phones are magic. All of this stuff that we take for granted is magic. Like just wrap your head around the fact that there's going to be so many things that are just going to be normal that we're not even going to realize that they're magic because they're just part of our everyday life. Our every- and we may as well just get on the train. Yeah, I it actually shocks me that we don't think that magic is a real thing when you can literally pick up this little box and talk to somebody on the other side. I'm holding up my phone. You can just pick mm-hmm. up a box. Me and Jenna are on, our, are on different continents right now having this conversation, recording it, and then able to send it out to, I don't even know what, and it just gets out to you on your little tiny box that you're listening to it on. Like, that's insane. Yeah. So grasping that and being like, you know what, what else could we possibly create? Mm-hmm. And just understanding that it isn't this thing that we glorify or that isn't already woven into the fabric of reality. Like everything that has ever been made real started in someone's imagination. Um, And so again, that is just uh, consciousness creating matter. That's what's going to happen. It's just going to be quicker, lighter, um, and more direct. 
that's 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 really what it comes down to so it's also nothing to be scared of it's something to really understand that you know if you're early to the party it's a blessing then you can start practicing living this way before you know before you are maybe forced to or maybe before um let's just be part of the early tribe let's you know everyone who's interested in these kind of concepts is a is a leader and a, and a way shower um and you get to play with it already so i just think it's super fun and it's um it's really exciting because we will live more it will be more reflective of a time where the light god the universe whatever is more kind of tangible and ever present in life around us yeah and i think it also is worth pointing out here at the end because i know this is really important to you and i is that when you say someone's early to the party, that doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, we're better than other people. That's, it's just Mm -mm. lead the way, like show by example and just you can do it and anyone can do it. Yeah. And also, even if you're not intent, you don't even have to intend to be an example to anyone. You just, if you, if it's coming into your life right now and you're, and you're resonating with it, it's the perfect time for you to do it. And, um, you know, you don't have to lead anybody into it. You will just get super aligned and be very fulfilled. And then you won't, whatever you just kind of move through the world as can't help, but somehow um, that frequency will um, be felt by other people. And, you know, the frequencies are loaded with words without even having to say anything. People will see something that is possible. People will feel the way you move. People will feel the way you think without even saying how you think. Um, And, you know, it isn't about being, there's no, there's no, extra points of being early or anything like that in terms of how the universe is concerned like you know how many lives if you believe in reincarnation I know I've had a lot of them being evil I know I've had a lot of them being late I know I've had a lot of them so this it's completely without judgment it's just to understand that if this is being dropped on your lap right now and you feel something it's just a permission slip to just absolutely go for it and see how you know where it can take you and if you do want to learn more about these concepts, you can go to myhumandesign.com. We have a full new paradigm section. There's the original new paradigm that Jenna filmed in 2018. Then we have a new paradigm live event that you did. So it's kind of a part two that she did at the beginning of 2023. Mm-hmm. And then we also just recently did a new paradigm relationships. So those are all on the website. Yeah. And it's honestly crazy when... Um, you know, when I filmed it in 2018, having no idea what was going to happen in 2020 and even being shocked at how much has already like become real. So it's a real like if you want to deep dive into all the mechanics of what's going to be happening and how things are going to shake out and this just being one aspect, the time, space and motion just being one aspect of it. Um, but want to know more about all this stuff. It's it's all there for you. 